Welcome back to the Market2 Online podcast, where we help new and not-so-new creators reimagine their online strategies and finally live the life of their dreams. Well, here we are, friends, once again. Now we're in the second installment of this month's email series. Last week we did Email Basics 101, and today on this podcast, we will dive into the welcome email. Some may even know of it as a thank you email. For our discussion today, it's the welcome email, and I hope to make it informative. When you've been on the online game long enough, email is always a part of doing business. It's a tool. Used appropriately and ethically, anyone can build a prosperous business using email as a vital component. We're covering email gradually, so the individual pieces can be discussed, and if there are any questions, they can be addressed as we go along. This helps me cover this information, but it also helps you get more out of it. So let's get started talking about the welcome email. Many times you see the welcome email almost immediately after you sign up for something. You know it says, welcome to wah, wah, blank, blank, blank. Today we talk about a welcome email. We're limiting our discussion to those emails you send to your prospects before they are customers. This is the beginning of what many call the nurture sequence. One of the nice things about a welcome email is that it can be created many different ways to fit the needs of the marketer and also to fit the needs of the reader. We'll be discussing the basic information that should be included, but you can add to this and take away from this as you see fit. There are a total of five main purposes of a welcome email. Number one, set expectations of your emails going forward. Think of it like dating. Are they going to email me all the time and be really clingy and annoying? Are they going to have interesting things to say? What's going to happen now that I've agreed to go on this first date with them by giving them my email address? It's about setting expectations of how often you'll email them, and what sort of things they'll send them. Some people will unsubscribe immediately after getting the freebie if you've sent one, and that's totally fine. Number two, introduce yourself. Positioning yourself as an expert, give them information to make them feel like they're in the right place, and that you've get them, and that you're going to be able to help them with their problems. Number three, provides value. Positioning yourself, again, as someone who can help them, who has relevant and useful information for their lives, provides value by way of blog posts, freebies, you can even invite them to a webinar, etc. Number four, It allows you to start segmenting your list. Self-segmentation, either in a form at sign-up or in a mini-survey where they click to tell you something about them. 
you'll want to be tagging them based on what they click, and we'll learn more about this later. Number five, helps you get them to the next steps to working with you. An example would be booking a discovery call, attending a live or evergreen webinar, buying a lower price product. Not everyone's welcome sequence will do this, especially if you're primarily a blogger or affiliate marketer, etc. In fact, steps four and five can also be used in subsequent emails following this one. You may want to provide more valuable content before segmenting them or letting them know what may be the next steps for them to work with you. So let's dive deeper into the welcome email. This is the start of a welcome or nurture sequence. It's a starting point where we want to ask ourselves some questions. In an ideal world, what reasonable action would you like your new subscriber to take after they've received five or six emails from you? How many emails you send depends entirely on your market, your product or service, and your people. The answer might be, book a discovery call, buy a lower price product, or join a membership, etc. Twice I've mentioned a discovery call. It's defined as, and its purpose is to determine whether or not you and your buyer are a good fit for each other, and to understand your buyer's pain points, priorities, and goals so you can effectively sell to them. Be aware that you'll have two types of subscribers going through your welcome sequence. Some of them will have an urgent need for what you're selling. They found you, and they may want to work with you very, very soon. However, most people won't have such an urgent need. They just want to hear what you've got to say, or were interested in your freebie if you offered one. The end goal you'd like to take them to after five or six emails needs to be reasonable for the majority of your new subscribers. So you start with the end goal in mind, and then reverse engineer the welcome sequence. So, in this welcome email, what do you write about? We'll start off with a couple of sentences describing who you are. Then give them a list of something describing how this email sequence they're about to go on will play out. Such as you could include, I respect your email. You're now a, a VIP member of our tribe, group, or organization. Let them know how often your email is going to be sent. Once a day? Once a week, once every two weeks. How long and how often do you send emails? What kind of content will they be receiving? And include anything else you would have wanted to know. You're allowing people to figure out if they're in the right place or not. If they're not, they can unsubscribe. And what's going to happen from this point forward? In closing out the email, you would want to include your name and a headshot so they are reminded of who you are. 
Then below it, add a PS. PS stands for postscript. It comes from the Latin postscriptum, which means written after. A postscript is a further thought added to letters and sometimes other documents that comes after it has been completed. In the days of handwritten and typed letters, we often found ourselves recalling something we wanted to include only after we'd signed off. That's where a PS came in handy. It's also often used for effect and to add a clever or funny afterthought. It can be added for emphasis or even as an argumentative, so there. It's a tool still used in direct and email marketing. Think of it this way. The PS is the most charming part of the letter. It's the wink you give as you walk by. Email permits us to go back and edit before sending. Technically, we could avoid the use of PS altogether in electronic communication, but should we? Not really. PS is still useful for effect, and it's a great way to get a specific point noticed. Although the Internet has made a society of skimmers rather than people who read things like email word for word, we tend to notice what's at the beginning and end of a text. Can you think of a time you didn't read the PS in an email you cared enough to open? In closing, I'm including an example email I could have used if you were to have joined my list. Here's the example. Subject. Market to online. Welcome to my world. Hey, this is James. I've been playing in the online sandbox for quite a while. Yes, I'm still playing, and no, I've not grown up. I'm glad to have you here. Market2 Online is working hard to help our fellow online marketers do their jobs better. Marketing is difficult and can be quite frustrating if you try doing it all alone without the known basics that are tried and true to guide your steps. Our mission is to help struggling marketers get the best free training out there so they can start to become profitable. While you are here, you'll be guided along a known pathway to success. You'll be asked questions, take surveys, and learn along the way. Heck, you may even be asked to click on links. Don't be afraid. It's good for you. You'll see. This is a process that works if you let it. We want every one of our students to feel that they are learning things that they had previously sought out, but it just didn't make sense, or they lacked additional knowledge. The Calvary has just arrived. We generally email once or twice a week as we get you started. Then the frequency of the information sent will be adjusted to meet the needs of what is being taught. Again, I'm really happy to have you here.
your friend, James Brown. P.S. Almost forgot, I have something for you. Go here to download Example Product. I want you to be able to start learning as soon as possible. End of example. Okay, so that's all I have for you this week. I hope you learned a lot. Next week, we'll be tackling the relationship email. See you then. No matter if you are new to online marketing or a struggling veteran, keep coming back, where you will learn how to develop your online strategies so you can achieve the success you desire. And hey, if you've not done so, please click on the subscribe button or inside the podcast app you're using, click follow, so you'll not miss even one exciting episode. And while you're at it, why not go to market2online.com and see what resources we have available. You've been listening to the Market 2 Online podcast, where we help new and not-so-new creators reimagine their online strategies and finally live the life of their dreams. Thanks for listening.